Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm your host, Shan Vanderleek, founder of TransformationGoddess.com and PodcastBath.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. Today, it's my honor to introduce you to Pooja Madan. Pooja is the creator of WildRadiantWoman.com and mentor of ambitious women entrepreneurs and leaders. She believes women don't have to run themselves to the ground trying to build a thriving life and business. Her proven system of productivity and life design connects women to their inner strength, wisdom, and rhythms of productivity. Pooja lives in Orlando, Florida and coaches clients around the world via Skype and holds in-person retreats and play shops. She is the best-selling co-author of Unleash Your Inner Magnificence and 365 Ways to Connect with Your Soul. Pooja also contributes regularly to publications like The Huffington Post, Mind Body Green, and Elephant Journal. Welcome, Pooja. Hello, Shan. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful to share some time with you today. Anytime I read the words or think about what it means to be a wild, radiant woman, it just ah, fills me up with so much joy. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> <Every single> time. <laughs> we begin each Divine Feminine Spotlight talking about a significant transformation or transition that, that our guests have experienced. So I'd like to start there. Tell us about how your world has changed and unfolded and how you became a wild, radiant woman? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> well, I was nothing close to being a wild, radiant woman many years ago. I actually used to work uh, for tech startups. And so that was my background in the 20s. I was very heavily into that work. And at the same time, though, I was, it's kind of like I was living two parallel lives. So I was I had this very young aspect of me, which was getting out there and launching products and working for technology companies. And then the other aspect of me was a spiritual seeker and I would travel to meet enlightened masters and I was exploring different meditations and I was doing yoga and exploring all kinds of alternative healing. And somewhere deep inside, you know, you have like this sense of dread where you know that these worlds are going to collide because they're so polarizing. They're so opposite in their energies. And so when I was 28 years old, I found out I had these gigantic fibroids. And Chan, I cannot explain to you how clear this moment was in my life when I knew in, the, in my bones that this was my wake up call. And of course, the wake up call was partly to change my diet and how I was treating my body because I had long history of being very sick and just not being connected to my body. But the other big wake up call was, I mean, this tumor was sitting on top of my uterus. It was very symbolic in what I was crushing. <laughs> my sure. feminine energy was like buried. So I knew that something had to change. And so uh, I started to integrate these two worlds and not treat them as very separate, but sort of bringing this more spiritual, intuitive work into my work and using those systems that we need, of course, you know, we need processes and systems, but to sort of bring this flow with framework and to bring uh, 
mindfulness with mind mapping, for instance. So just this kind of integration of yin and yang energy started to happen in my life. And I feel that is what birthed the wild radiant woman. I just knew that this is what I needed and what the world really needs is for women to step up into their power and their not in a masculine, I can do anything that men are doing kind of energy, but I can do this in a very different, very powerful way, but a soft power. power. So that uh, I would say has been one of the biggest transformations that I've experienced and that has guided and informed my path moving forward since then. That was six years ago. So, mm, And today you're healthier than you've ever been, aren't you? This is true. Absolutely. <laughs> healthier than I was when I was 18 or 22 or 25. Right, <laughs> so right. Just, this is amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm, uh, thank you for sharing. It's, a, it's amazing what happens when we get that wake-up call. Every time I hear a transformational story and that begins with sometimes this fearful evidence, right? This something yes. that's like, oh my goodness, what's going to happen now? But then the, the courage that it takes to say, okay, well, this is the situation, but I can do something about it. And I know what I need to do about it. And so here's my, uh, sometimes my very rude invitation to get busy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love how you, how you put it, you know. It's a rude invitation, but it is. It's such a, it's, it's a calling. And I feel if I hadn't heeded it then, something else would have happened. I mean, it's like life just knows where you need to be for your highest growth and for your biggest contribution to the community and so it will keep directing you in that direction till you take that path and right um you know i was 28 when this happened and someone told me about saturn return and that's when some really big hard and difficult things happen to people a lot of musicians kill themselves around this time and it's really like change your path or continue to suffer and i just I had no choice. It was like uh, in Zen Buddhism, we say a choiceless choice. So <laughs> Right, right. Well, and the timing is, makes a whole lot of sense for me as well, because I left my corporate position and changed up everything in 2006. Oh, did you? Yeah, like there was not a choice. There was, it was just, uh, it was, it yeah. was amazing how things shifted. And so, yeah, big change, big, big change. It's like a piece of clothing that you just have to drop now. It is mm -hmm. not serving you anymore. It's like the snake skin or something that has uh, done its time. Right, right. Something new has to show up. Let's talk about how you've learned to relate to your body and sexuality and your divine feminine power. Mm. Well, the wild and the wild radiant woman is really... Um, set with the intention of connecting with our goddess nature through our bodies. And I've had a very difficult relationship with my body and with my sexuality. I was raised in India. So of course, you know, women are not encouraged to uh, love their bodies really. Sure. Um, and personally for me, I had, I had just known sickness since I was a child. I was just always struggling with something going on in my body. And Shan, I can't even express to you how much rage I had accumulated by my early 20s towards my body because I wanted to do things and my body would not support me. I would be canceling trips. I would get sick on the day I had to fly out somewhere. And there was all of these, 
all of these self-destructive things that my body had <laughs> had been acting out all this time and I had no love for for her and as I embarked on my spiritual path of course you know nothing works in isolation when you are when you when you walk that path and right away I knew that my body my relationship with my body had to be nurtured and reignited in a way so so there's been that physical aspect and sexually also I have always felt very aware of my sexual energy and always very open to exploring and sort of feeling its fullness as as uh, a sexually expressed person so there's two aspects to that I feel one is just the non-sexual sexual energy that we we carry with us all the time just this life force that is within us right mm -hmm. and i feel like that fuels everything for me the being in touch with this juicy creative life force i mean it it sort of uh guides me and because it's hosted in my body it just deepens my connection with my body and then there's actual sex the and in that there is the carnal aspect which I love it grounds me I love the fact that I can feel my body come alive and then there is the spiritual aspect of of sex where you get to access it's such a it's such a meditative experience this sense of oneness this sense of time stopping and space not being real anymore and I have always uh, felt uh, sex as a pathway to 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 higher states of consciousness and as a woman and as a goddess I feel that all of these experiences ground us more deeply into our body and in that there is so much wisdom I feel sexually awakened women they're not easily manipulated they just have a strong connection with the truth they just know they and I feel that that is so important for each woman to know her truth and then to not be swayed easily. And I can't even explain it. I, it's not even uh, describable. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you're doing it. You're doing a very good job of describing it. And the, the, the concern that I have and a number of the women who, who like to hang out at Transformation Goddess is that so much of that has been lost or has been... Um, hidden away or has been shamed or has been, you know, all of the things that keep us from uh, knowing our bodies, from from in enjoying sex, from being grateful for orgasm, for being, for having that knowing and that sensuality of what life really is all about. It, it's our job, in my opinion, to help reawaken that. And I know that that's what part of what you're doing with Wild Radiant Woman and certainly part of what I'm doing with Transformation Goddess is that permission slip is there. It's, it's yeah. for every single woman listening to one of my favorite practices to get back in my body besides yoga or, or breathing is applying coconut oil or sesame oil to every inch of of my body mm -hmm. gently and beautifully and with love and respect and then taking a, a nice shower or hot bath and and just really loving her up in a way that that says uh, you know I'm here I I, I know you mm -hmm. I'm not going to hide you I'm not going to 
put the brassiere on and, and never touch my own breasts or see them or look at them or beautiful women who don't look in the mirror because they don't mm -hmm. see their beauty. Absolutely. I, I love how you've, how you've expressed this because we just don't give our body the respect and honor and, and love that she needs on a daily basis, breast massages, self body massages, foot massages, it's just way of connecting with her incredible intelligence, her incredible strength. Uh, I just love how you've shared your daily practices there. And I just also want to add, I think there has been a very concerted effort to suppress this connection that women have with their bodies and with their sexuality. Because like I said, it's very hard to tame somebody who is in touch with that powerful <laughs> energy within herself. And then so for political and religious leaders, you know, you suppress sex and across, we see this sense of shame around sex for men and women both. It's just so much easier to then control people and then tell them to here, take up arms and go kill some strangers in some strange land or here you can just raise 10 children. It's so much easier to tell people what to do when they are not in touch with this powerful inherent intelligence contained within them right and i think it is our sacred duty yours and mine to then bring this bring this truth and this wisdom to as many women and as possible and men of course i know you and i don't work with with men so much no but they certainly are rewarded by the women that we that we yes. support <laughs> <laughs> because the effect is it, real and powerful. <laughs> it really is. It really is. As soon as a, a woman steps into that place of her power, everything improves. Her family life, uh, if she's a mother, if she's a partner, if she's a wife, if she's a business person, whatever, you know, all of the labels, all of the roles that we play, all of it improves as soon as we can completely accept and embody our true nature. No, you are absolutely right. And one of the deepest joys of my work, Shan, is sometimes when I meet the partners of my my clients and they tell me that everything has changed mm -hmm. in their life mm -hmm. because of the work that I have done with their wives or their girlfriends. It, I, I always cry. I'm not joking because I see it in action. I see the ripple effect actually taking place. And it it's just it's just a deeply moving and touching moment when that <laughs> happens. <laughs> Let's talk about some of your your very favorite sacred feminine rituals. Hmm. I love to dance, just wild, unstructured dancing. I make time for that almost every day. <laughs> Wonderful. Just, I come alive with that. I also um, love Sufi whirling. It's not something I get a chance to do so much here in India. There was a lot of, there was a meditation center with a lot of space and marble flooring. So you could whirl very easily. And here on the carpet and stuff, it's not that easy. But I love Sufi whirling. It is a, a very beautiful way for me to connect with my with my goddess energy. Um, like you mentioned, the massages. I, I do breast massages every day. And that, to me, is, of course, a way of connecting with my sensual energy. But also because... The breast and the heart chakra are literally the same things in an energetic and a physical uh, manifestation. Uh, I love doing breast massages before I shower, doing the, the, the baths once a week, 
And as a daily practice, Shan, I meditate. And to me, that is the best way I know to connect with my higher self, with my, uh, with my uh, spiritual, what do you say, um, spiritual guides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would say those. And they're sort of making a ritual of that. So like I said, before, before we started our interview, I had run this incense. There is uh, lemongrass in the diffuser. There's tarot cards that are out to guide me. So I feel that making a little ritual of it really guides me and grounds me throughout the day for everything. <laughs> we do the same thing. <laughs> and, you know, and I don't even think about it anymore, which I, I suspect you probably don't either. It's just a part of what I do. It is. It's, it's like brushing your teeth. <laughs> yeah. it's it, My husband, you, you're buying more beeswax candles? My, didn't you just... <laughs> Like, well, unless we're going to start uh, raising bees, that's, that's what's going to happen. And, uh, and and it is. It's such a wonderful way to ground and, and connect and, again, to be surrounded by the things that bring you joy and that allow us today to have this conversation in a very gorgeous way. Even though we're not in the same room together, the candle brings us together. The incense brings us together. The uh, goddess cards help us or guide us to, you know, areas of conversation that we might want to discuss. And and it's fun on top of that. It's- I felt when we, when we first started Skyping, I felt like we were surrounded in a beautiful sacred space. It did not feel to me... Uh, like a phys- this physical separation was almost not real because right. both of us had set our intentions. We had meditated and lit the candles and all of that. So it was very palpable that the, the connection that and the intention we had set this meeting up with. How else do you embody being a sovereign goddess? Right now, I'm going to say afternoon naps. <laughs> Oh, yes. I love afternoon naps. <laughs> because it's the heart of winter. And I really, I love to listen to my body based on what time of year it is. So, for example, right now it's January. Everybody's talking about like suddenly bursting forth into, you know, new goals and intentions. And I'm doing that too. But I have to really be very respectful, Shan, of where my body's at. And my body is still sort of in hibernation mode. For her, the beginning of the year is spring. And I have to honor that. And so creating as much space in between things and sleeping earlier and all of these little things, but really tuning in with what she needs, what time of year it is, what time of month it is for me, what phase mm-hmm. I am in my moon cycle and and to honor that. And I feel to just sort of be be in touch with that she serves me better. I get things done faster. You know, all of these things. She's just the productivity blueprint is right in here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> it's, it's amazing what happens when we do listen to our bodies and, and when we give ourselves permission to, oh, you know, right now I am, I am feeling a little bit low energy and it would be great to, to lay down even for a half an hour or just knowing how to schedule things, following your natural rhythm to the best of your ability whenever you possibly can. It's made all the difference in my life and it sounds like it has in yours. Absolutely. And depending on what she's craving right now, it's a lot of like beets, of course, because it's winter and carrots, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. So I really pay attention to all that. And to me, that is serving 
in some ways I feel there are some joys of having being in a physical reality we get a body and then so there is you know great food and there is sex and there is these the smell of jasmine and roses and all of that so I want to enjoy all of that based on where she guides me and I'm very much in touch with that and it's sort of at the foundation of the work that we do as well so mm-hmm. that's um what comes up for you when you hear me say to walk in beauty? A settling into your own inner strength and power and moving effortlessly in the direction of our dreams and desires. And I also, when I, when I say these words, I'm seeing not a woman walking alone there is the sisterhood is there it's like a tribe and so i think that's what's coming up for me in a very strong and powerful way women very strongly centered and grounded in their bodily wisdom in their intuition in their spiritual connection but also reaching out to each other and holding each other in the light that the community piece the community of women and walking side by side and lifting each other up and supporting one another and being able to show up exactly where you are that what a gift indeed so grateful so grateful to be able to do that and to share that with you Uh right now in this moment Uh so let's transition over to the inspiration behind the amazing, valuable, wonderful coaching programs you created. Tell us more. Hmm. Like I said, after the diagnosis, <laughs> the, the Zen stick, as I call it, yeah. um, I knew very clearly something had to be done differently. And over the years, I have designed a system which, re- which really... It is, uh, I would, you know, in some ways it's called productivity and time management, but it is so different than anything that uh, I have personally come across. And, you know, I'm always in touch in this industry with what's going on. It is a way for women to really fall into themselves, to come home to themselves. And with that, to arise again with this new powerful way of getting things done which incorporates honoring their cycles and rhythms and for each one of us it's different and and I'm not saying this is all flow you know there is in some ways there is a, a vessel as I like to say which has a framework it sort of serves as the foundation but within that vessel is each woman and her own personal energy and her own personal fears and her own personal potential and her own uh, cycles and rhythms of how she is best suited to do certain things at certain times, when, uh, when to rest, when to create, when to set intentions. And so I, I am very, very committed, Shan, to I feel women need to be in leadership positions and positions of power and influence we just need to infiltrate the world (laughs) with our (laughs) powerful goddess energy but i also find working with entrepreneurs that the dropout rate is is high because 
the overwhelm of doing everything and managing everything is it can be too much and especially for those of us who coming from the corporate world you know you have skills that are that you you do every day and that's what you do in a corporate job but when you become an entrepreneur it's like everything is now yours yours to take care of and that can really shake us to our core it can make us question who we are and whether we are cut out to do this and i just want every woman to know yes you are your light is important your gifts are important and there is a way for you to experience fun and freedom and flexibility in your business that you actually started your business for with a, a way to create and be productive that honors you as a woman i love that so much and there certainly is so many facets to to being an entrepreneur and i think that once we allow ourselves to be supported by others once we realize that we play to our strengths and delegate uh, the those other pieces that that might not be in our best interest to to tackle you see the overwhelm fall away when you you can again bring in that circle bring in that community surround yourself and i know right out of the right out of the gate with a new business we're not always armed for uh or set up to to hire a team but we certainly can get support little bit by little bit until we grow and then surround ourselves and know that we're absolutely not alone that yeah. we can invite others in on our mission uh, we can continue to enjoy ourselves as we grow and to not be so freaking hard on ourselves absolutely i love that <laughs> i love how you say that mm. because i think a lot of uh, i really feel entrepreneurship for women is a course a lifelong course in personal development everything comes up every single thing that was buried under the carpet shows up you know our fears around money our fears about showing up our fears about speaking up and owning space and so you know to be able to overcome those and then to you know feel that like you said not you're not alone there's a sisterhood supporting you working with you they have resources that you need and to then uh, really share your gifts that are so desperately needed by the world right now and to to own who you are um i feel it is such a it's such a gift to be able to do that uh for our own selves you know that 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 this is our potential and we are living it it's just such an exciting energizing sexy thing it really it really is and you know speaking of gifts and resources you have a very generous free gift that you're offering our listeners and readers today tell us about this gorgeous complimentary session mm I did want to share this gift with your community Shan because uh I have been following you for so long and I love I love what you've created and the community that you have nurtured over the years and I don't think I told you this but 6 years ago or something I chanced upon one of your meditations on iTunes and I have shared it with so many women <laughs> So you and I go back a long way even though you don't know that. <laughs> oh, well that's wonderful. Thank you for letting me know. So so I felt uh that I would love 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 to be able to connect with members of your audience who are feeling guided that they want to walk in beauty as they move towards their goals in 2016. 
I would love to be able to offer them a 30 minute complimentary call where we will go through where they're at, where they want to go and where are the productivity gaps in their life right now and how we can fill them. For those who are listening and not at our website, you can take advantage of Pooja's very generous gift at wildradiantwoman.com forward slash clarity. How else can our readers and listeners contact you? Well, I'm sort of all over <laughs> the internet. <laughs> On my website, uh, Wild Radiant Woman, there is also just a, a free meditation and an ebook for entrepreneurs, a meditation workbook. There's that. I am on Facebook, Puja Madan. I am on Instagram, Puja Madan, and on Twitter, Puja Madan. So I would love, love, love for anyone in your audience to reach out to me and get to know them. I'll make sure that all of those links are available. And again, for listeners, if you visit wildradiantwoman.com, you can find every way to connect with Puja. You can take advantage of her free gifts, and then also you can be led to her 30-minute complimentary session as well. Puja, do you have anything else that you would like to leave us with today before we uh, move on with our lives? <laughs> Shan, before we uh, started, we were talking about creating space, and I feel maybe that needs to be sort of our theme for the coming year to just know that it's okay to create space in your busy schedule um, when you're feeling guided and to do it without guilt and to just offer that to your body and to yourself with the deepest love. Um, I feel that would be something beautiful for all of us to do for ourselves. I fully agree. Spaciousness is so incredibly important for women. We deserve to take a look at our calendars and make sure that we have plenty of time to do what we need to do, to get where we need to go, to take that nap, to meditate, to whatever it is that we need to do without feeling like we have to cram every minute full of something else to do. Absolutely. Thank you. We deserve so much more than that. So spaciousness is a great word and energy to, to, uh, to wear and to honor for 2016. <laughs> Pooja, thank you so much for making time today to talk more about how you've become a sovereign goddess, about your beautiful business, your free gift, and just uh, you are such a sweet, loving, powerful, fun woman. <laughs> thank you Shan um, all reflected right back at you it has been such a beautiful honor to connect with you today Pooja Madan wildradiantwoman.com make sure you head over to her website and take a look around you're going to love her free gifts and her free offer again so grateful to have you here today Pooja thank you Thanks for listening. You're invited to visit transformationgoddess.com to receive Shan's enchanting four-part audio series for supportive practices to awaken your inner goddess.